Well, hello everybody in podcast land. Real quick before we start the podcast, we have a short announcement to make. We now have merch. A merch. Merch, is that plural? We have a t-shirt available. The quote that we've been saying the last few weeks, find what hasn't been done and make it done, is now a t-shirt. Someone suggested that we should make it a t-shirt, so we did. So you can get that on our website, obrother.show. How many times are you going to say t-shirt in this opening? Five more times. T-shirt, 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 t-shirt. Okay, perfect. Hope you enjoy the episode. Have fun. Enjoy. (laughs) (laughs) Gotta keep some amount of awkwardness in there. Welcome to the Your Brother Show. A somewhat comedic podcast where two very different brothers talk about life, learning, and whatever else is on their minds. I'm Steven. And I'm Peter. Well, hello, Peter. Thank you for podcasting with me another week. And thank you for reminding me about podcasting today. I was in the middle of doing some work stuff, and then I got a text from Peter being like, hey, the question, or my part of the question's already in the docs, and I was like, oh shoot, I completely forgot about podcasting today. So I scrambled real quick to get ready. Um, but anyway, so thank you for the reminder. You're very welcome. I see how uh, important this is to you. <sighs> no, I'm just kidding. It is, it is important, and usually I think about it, and like the night before I'm starting to think about it and all that, but today my mind was just totally somewhere else. I was doing church stuff and work and things like that. So my mind was just not in the podcasting zone. Um, But yes, it is important to me. You probably thought today was like Wednesday or something, not Friday. So that might be part of it. It is Friday already. And and it seems to have come quickly. Um, Like Tuesday comes and I'm like, oh, the week is over already. Like there's no more week left. Like I I had to get stuff done yesterday and then that was it. because then Wednesday comes, and then it's like, you don't have very much time to get anything done by time Wednesday comes, you know? No, I don't know if I'm feeling you. I feel like Tuesday, there's like a whole week ahead. And then Thursday, it's like, oh, tomorrow's like almost the end. Hmm. But Thursday, I think we, did we talk about favorite days of the week before on the show? I don't think we have. What's favorite day of the week? Thursday. It's like the peak of the week. Monday is like first day of the week. And, you know, if there's work stuff to catch up over the weekend or whatever. And then Tuesday is, you know, I mean, another just busy day with that stuff and then wednesday usually there's stuff going on but like thursday gets back to just being like most of the time that's a pretty clear open day to just focus on stuff not have meetings or other things um and then friday is the end of the week you know wrapping stuff up so i feel like thursday is that that sweet spot that arc i would say usually probably tuesday for me because i'm recovered from the weekend and it still feels like i have some of the week left Although this last week, Thursday was a really good day. Mark usually doesn't work on Thursdays. So yesterday I was able to get a lot of work done in the morning. And then when I got acai bowls, and then went shopping, and then had a barbecue in the evening. And the kids, or my nieces and nephews, came over for s'mores, and so that was fun. So yesterday was pretty good. Um, but anyway, speaking of Thursday, how was your week last week? Um, last week, this week, since it's still the week, um, it was good. Tuesday, story time. You ready? Yes. Um, it was great because Tuesday evening, Savannah and I went to Arby's um, since we saw an ad on Facebook saying that they had root beer floats for $1. And she, re- she really wanted a root beer float. I got home a little bit later and we had dinner. And then she's like, you know what sounds good right now? And I'm like, what? She's like, and then, well, I think I guessed. I'm like that root beer float you saw an ad for? And she's like, yes. But it was at Arby's. Um, I mean, it's just a few minutes from our house. But we were like kind of d- done for the day at home. I'm like, no, we can go. That'll be an adventure. It'll be fun. She's like, really? You sure? And then we looked up and tried to find details on the ad again on their website. And we didn't see anything, but it's like, we saw the ad that it was for a dollar. So yeah, let's go. 
Um, so we get there, we go pull up to the drive-through, and looking on the menu, we don't see anything that says anything about floats for a dollar. It has the the root beer float sign. It says you know it's like two or three bucks for the the small or whatever. Um, so I asked the guy, I'm like, um, are your floats a dollar? Um, he's like, yeah, if you have a coupon. Um, so I'm like, oh, okay. And then he asked, do you have a coupon? I'm like, no, we just saw an ad on Facebook for it. Um, and then he said, don't worry about it. You know, like to me, that was like, yeah, he'll cut, he'll give me it for a dollar, um, <laughs> based on that. So I'm like, okay, cool. Um, and he asked if there's anything else we want. So I was like, well, I also saw this thing about the, um, orange creamsicle shake that looked really good um you know i didn't say anything about that wasn't a dollar it was just i saw the ad for it and it looked it looked tasty um so i ordered that too and then we pull around um to the pay window and then i see him inside i see him making the, the shake and the float and he comes to the window to hand it and i'm trying to hand him the credit card while he's handing me the the drinks and he says don't worry about it um i'm like, like at all um and he gives them to us for free Wow. So that was a, a really great evening. Nice. So you got a free rear float that should have been like a couple bucks accordingly. And then you got a free creamsicle or creamsicle yeah. shake. And the cream, creamsicle shake was like four bucks or something. Wow. Um, it, was so, it was so good. It tasted exactly like an orange creamsicle popsicle. But it was great because it's all mixed together in the shake form. So it's not like sometimes with the creamsicle popsicles, you'll have a bit where it's like just vanilla ice cream if like the orange covering breaks off or whatever. But this was like each sip and drink was perfectly mixed together and tasted just right. And I love orange creamsicle popsicles. So that sounds good if you like orange creamsicle popsicles. Yeah. <laughs> As listening to you yeah. talk about them, I'm like, yeah, like I'm sure it'd be good for like a couple sips. But then no, by the time I get to the end of it, uh, how was your float? Was it good? I'm sure it was excellent because it, it was free. So. Yeah, I mean, it was good. Now, Savannah likes rupert floats. I do too. But the orange creamsicle popsicle was. Or if possible shake thing was was better. Thank you. Well, thank yeah. you to random Arby's employee for that. Yes, he he gets a star or a raise or or something. I don't know his name, but he was he was cool. Probably a Devin. Sounds like a Devin thing to do. I was thinking Alex or Tim. Okay, we'll settle on Benjamin. Thank you, Benjamin. Cool. <laughs> Alrighty, Peter. Well, so this week we have a few questions, and then we have another discussion topic. Um, but first. In your opinion, what is the most important article of clothing? Socks. Because you probably knew that was my answer, didn't you? Well, I had thought about that when I was thinking about the question. Okay, well, that's my answer, so you can't take it. Socks, because if your feet are happy in the socks you wear, like, it just, like, foundation, you know, feet up, it just sets the rest of your day and everything, and it's just so nice. If your socks are uncomfortable, the little things by your toes or whatever, and it's bugging you, like that especially if they're in shoes then it's rubbing and messing you up and it's just annoying like you can deal with a bad t-shirt somewhat like you know it's okay but feet you're walking on them they're always in your you know in your socks all day i don't know i think socks kind of set you straight i think we had two different ways of of coming at this question because i thought about that question and be like okay what would i not want to to live without um socks i don't wear socks all that often when i do wear socks they are pretty important because i'm like doing more manual labor and work and i'm in work boots and stuff like that so socks are really important however the percentage that i wear socks is very slim because i'm mainly in slippers or flip-flop um however my mind was going into like okay what article of clothing would be the most important if i could only wear that one but i guess it's not what the question says 
sucks. Sucks with no, I'm kidding. <laughs> I mean, you do you, but <laughs> I have to go to Europe or something. No, yeah, that that would be a different. I think that's a different take on the question. I was wondering if you're if we would think about it that way. Um, but yeah, that was that, that was my that part of it thought. aside. Yeah. Okay. But that was my thought, and then I was like, well, board shorts, especially being here in Hawaii, like you could pretty much do it. You can pretty much go anywhere that you need to go with board shorts. There's some places that require a shirt and stuff like that, but Hawaii, you'll pretty much get a pass usually on most places that um, you need to go to. Um, however, along those same lines, though, like socks are good. I do like nice socks, but a good pair of shorts or like, I like a good pair of shorts because if they're not good, that's what I live in here. Like, so I have this one pair of shorts that is my favorite and I'm in those probably... 75 percent of the time except for when they're being washed basically because they're like the lightest nice. they're the coolest the nicest temperature uh the pockets are just nice they fit well and i think a proper like pair of shorts or pants or whatever like that um is probably the most important article of clothing to me yeah we're in we're in totally different climates because i prefer in like long pants and those are my favorite and like a nice pair of jeans like is so important and so nice um, and then, you know, getting to wear a long sleeve shirt and then a jacket on top of it. That's what I was wearing this morning. Um, and I then a warm jacket, jacket this and, and shorts and a t-shirt. Whoa. I did. Jacket. You own a jacket? I own multiple jackets. That's crazy. Well, because in the morning here, it does grow up the mountain a little bit. It does get, there's a, like a cool breeze that comes down the mountain, especially when I take Sarah to work at like oh, 5.30 or whatever it was this morning. Um, so then I would put a jacket on. But I only had a jacket on for like a good maybe hour, hour and a half. Um, before it starts warming up too much and gets up, gets too hot. But yeah, if I don't have to wear pants, don't really like to. I don't have nothing opposed to them. Like I'm fine with pants. Like it's not like I don't like them, but the shorts are. Uh, you mean you mean like long pants? Long just pants. Saying that phrase by itself, just. I have no know. problem with pants either. You know, either way, <laughs> either way you want to word that phrase. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Back to the socks, though. We're probably opposite on how much we wear socks versus not socks. Like the amount of time you wear socks is probably equal to the amount of time I don't wear socks, which is like hardly ever. Correct. Probably. Yeah. Are you wearing socks right now? I am not actually. It got, <laughs> it got warm today. Okay. So, it's funny timing. I probably wear socks, socks are... less than, than, than you don't wear yeah. socks. I wear socks if I'm, if I'm working, like doing manual labor, then I wear socks. Or if I'm wearing like a pair of shoes to church or something like that. But in general, I don't wear socks if my feet get really warm. And that's... Otherwise, I'm, I'm wearing socks. Moving on. Will there ever be a massive hidden city with people living uncovered? I with living have. people uncovered. Want to try that again? <laughs> Will there ever be a massive city with living people uncovered? I sure hope so. End of really? the story. <laughs> um, do I think how the question is written... Or will there ever be? Oh, it's not even saying how, if I think there will be or not. Will there ever be? Will there ever be? Probably not. This, most likely, probably not. However, I think that would be cool. Because, like, you just, you, uh, if you've, like, watched the movies and stuff, either, like, with time travel or people come from different worlds or whatever, they have no idea what's going on in the world. Because, like, that would be them. You know, kind of like a Wakanda situation. But Wakanda, like, knows about the rest of the world. And the rest of the world just doesn't know about Wakanda. But I'm thinking, like... More, more like Atlantis. Like Atlantis, exactly. Um, which is totally removed, but like I like to think about it as they're in like a similar like technological standpoint or like a cynical evolutionary standpoint with like you know cars or buildings and and things like that. But it just like their designs are just different and they're 
societies is different, you know, where there are society norms, but it's different. And it'd be interesting to see kind of like that parallel universe, but slightly different. So I don't think there will be, but it would be really fun if it was. Yep, that's probably the the right answer to that one. <laughs> I don't know if I have much of a different thought. Um, I mean, I mean, the world is a big place, and like in the jungle somewhere, there could be some hidden city. Yeah, just don't know how likely that is. Or if there's a city like the Gungans that we haven't found yet. Yeah, I mean, an underwater city would be pretty cool. So we've got three references in there. So hopefully you guys follow. Yep. So no other thoughts? Um, nope. Guess not. Okay, cool. Um, in your opinion, what is the most annoying feeling? Anything, like, sticky on my hands. I don't like my hands feeling sticky or yucky or other stuff besides clean. Like, just sticky other things on my hands. That's, 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 that's all I got, like... So like if like you're after off... eating a meal, like eating tacos or something, I mean, on my hand, my hand gets, you know, it's like greasy and sticky. Like, I feel like my hands are contaminated. I can't do or touch anything until I wash my hands. Like, and I, so I feel like stuck and trapped. Like, I'm useless right now. My hands, I can't use them. I need to go wash them now so I can use them. Huh. I don't like that feeling. I mean, it's not a pleasant feeling. I was eating gelato the other day, and then it drip down my hand but usually this gelato is a little bit more solid and i don't it usually doesn't drip down my hand but it was just like so melty and it was just dripping down my hand i'm like well there's nothing i can do about it right now when i'm eating it to fix this solution so i guess i'll just wash my hands after but yeah like it was so strange like acknowledging that it was dripping and just letting it be like because usually you know you'll like like lick it or or, or you know use a spoon to stop it from dripping but it's kind of just dripping from everywhere and i was like well in this moment there's not and i don't have a napkin to clean this up fully so like well i'll just let it drip and then take care of it afterwards i suppose mm-hmm. so that was a very like strange feeling having it like drip down my hands but me like acknowledging it you know mm-hmm. yeah i mean that's like how it is with eating tacos or something like i know that my hands are gonna get messy but i'll commit to it and you know clean them afterwards or you know other things like if i need to get my hands dirty in the in the dirt or whatever um like i'm not afraid to get them dirty um like if I need them clean and they're getting dirty, then like, then that's the weird the the mix there of, it's not like, all one way or all the other way when it's that in between it's annoying. Like I heard. What about you? For me, it would pro- it's either one of these two, either being itchy, like all over itchy, like here. Yeah. Like if you get sweatier here, other than like, a few weeks ago I was cutting some elephant grass. And that stuff is notoriously, like, itch-inducing. Um, and, like, my whole body felt just, like, on fire. And it's, like, itchy. And, like, every time I moved, it was, like, super itchy and terrible. And that's, like, a super annoying feeling. But thankfully, I don't feel that super often. Um, and it's usually decently avoidable. But another feeling that I do not like at all is feeling cold. I really just like feeling cold. It just makes me... Hence Hawaii. <laughs> Hence Hawaii. It just makes me grumpy, like, if I'm cold somewhere, I'll be like, ah, I don't want to be cold, like, that. Like, it's, like, hurts. It's almost, like, painful to me, the cold. It's almost, like, painful in a yeah. weird way. Um, so probably one of those two. One, I don't feel that often, thankfully, and the other, I feel more than I like, but not as often as I could if I lived somewhere else. That's true. I totally relate with the, the itchy thing, though. Sometimes I'll just, like, get itch attacks, like, over my whole body. Well, you need, and it's, like, you need help for that. The most annoying thing well it's usually like somewhat related to being warm um 
and I'm like, okay, I need to take my jacket off or change into shorts or something. But if I can't or don't do it soon enough, then I just like get itchy all over. Oh, you got um, the ukus. Something. You know what to do with the ukus? Um, you scratch them. Oh, you pour gasoline on them and light one match. Hmm. Yeah. I don't know about that. I do. Okay. Good thing this is not an advice podcast. That's true. Huh, that would be interesting if we were giving people advice. Well, don't light yourself on fire. Yes. How many tries does it take you to think of a question? Too many. <laughs> Today, I was staring at... So we did the thing where like you wrote half the questions or like part of the questions and I filled in the rest of them. And I was staring at them and I'm like, mm, I got nothing today. And I was like thinking of a word, kind of like how like, I was making fun of you the other day for. And then I like typed into Google part of, part of the question and sort of just like typing a, a letter and like, A, uh, no good ideas there. B, uh, no good ideas there. And so it took me like way too long to come up with some of the questions so some of them are pretty random because that's all i could think of i was like well eh, at least they're written that's a clever way to do it with google just so like my little part was will there ever or how many tries i did it for how many does how many tries does and i tried yeah to write it so out. you're typing that into google and you're seeing what the autofill does that's a pretty cool way to think of a question i was trying wasn't working too well what about you how many times does it take you to think about it um two to seven through seven like start to finish? Sometimes it's the f- sometimes it's the first one that's like yes that's what it should be. Other times it's like that first one, mm, but is that the best one? Maybe not. And then think of it more. I'm like okay, maybe that one. It's almost like double the amount of work what we're doing now. Yeah, because we're both writing, like yeah, double the amount of questions. I mean, you think like writing three halves, three halves of a question, and then three more halves of other questions would equal like writing three whole questions, but it's kind of different. It definitely is. More work. Steven is currently putting his hair in a fountain top pony and It's not quite a fountain top, it's more like a unicorn. Fountain tops he's are a, like he's a, more on top of your head. He's a uni horse. No no. He's no longer a unicorn. No, he nothing. took it out. Okay. This is that great was fun for, for audio audio only medium. No, I, I took a screenshot. I'm sending this to people. No, I didn't. Go that would be good it. though. I should have. Peter, do you think less technology could change the world? Yes. In which way? All of the ways. All of them? Mm-hmm. What does it really mean to change the world anyway? Like, lots of things, the world is a changing place. Lots of things change. There's people say that the one constant in life is change. Um, so yeah, technology has changed the world. Um, so no longer having technology or having less technology or using technology less, I think would also change the world in some ways for the better. I think in some ways, I mean, a lot of ways technology is a good thing, but I think in some ways it's a bad thing. Um, so, yeah, there you go. I think if you take anything that is, you know, a pretty set thing, like technology is a pretty set thing, you know, our, like, health system or, like, the amount of, like, health things that we can do or surgeries or, you know, just medicine in general has come a long way. So I think if you take anything that's pretty established and change it, then, it, of course, it would change the world. So technology is one of those things. It's grown enough and is established enough in a lot of different ways that, if, yeah, any kind of change in it or difference in it would change the world. But yeah, like I said, it is an ever-changing place. But I think some aspects of the world, yeah, wouldn't change because there's some places that don't have as much technology, for sure. I guess it depends what you think of technology. I don't know. Technology is thrown around a lot or, like, in many different ways, and it can mean a lot of different things. Like, technology is, is, is you know, advancement in certain areas. So is that, like, computers? Is that phones? Or is that, like, 
internet, or is that even just like, oh, cars and like the automatic ignition and like different stuff like that. So it carries over into a lot of different things, you know? Yeah, certainly does. Which of the following letters? Oh, I like this question. It's like I did the first part, you did the last part, but it sounds like a question I would ask. So I was trying for. Yeah, I appreciate it. I just I just got it now. You're like, what would make this sound like a Peter question? Ooh, I got it. Something about letters. Mm hmm. Which of the following letters would you delete from the alphabet? Q or W? I kind of want to say W, just because I'm curious to see what we would replace W with. Like, would all the woods and stuff like that become wood? Would you like to? Just replace it with a V? Yeah, does anything else make a W sound? Wuh. 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 I don't think W is replaceable. You can get close with V and U and stuff like that. V. You know, U is like uh or ooh, right? Sure. Okay, then V O. Yeah, that's again V, not W. V U O H. W W W. No, I I mean I would say Q because like C U E is literally Q. <laughs> and there you go. Queen. Just C U or K U. Q, and you're good. I like to think about well, what would we replace W with. That is a cool thought. Um, I don't. I think it's irreplaceable. It's a. It's a sound in, in itself. What water? What would you like? What would you like? <laughs> so yeah, you can't because then V W would be V V or V V V. That doesn't make any V U. Va 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 You can't have Volkswagen without W. Volkswagen. You just sound like Russian or something. Volkswagen? Yeah. I think we should replace all W's with B's. Do you need some water? Which of the following letters would you delete from the alphabet? Q or V? The questions. That's a Q. Yeah, just say Q, you know, C. Will U, there e, S, T, ever be a massive questions. hidden city with living people uncovered? See, that one only has one. One W in it. Yeah, but most things like what, will, why, where, those are all W's. You can't just, just you can't go get rid of W, man. Just go V. Doesn't sound the same. Will you? But then you run into the problem where like replacing the W with the V makes it a different word that's already a word. So not really. With some things. With what? I'm trying to think of an example. <laughs> I don't think there is that many, if any. Probably some, but not many. They're pretty interchangeable. Um, I'm right, you're wrong. Waiter would become Vader, and that's already a thing. Oh, so that's pretty good, though. Voita? I think we put the inflection in. Okay, if you guys think, let us know what you guys think. If we should get rid of the letter Q or the letter W. Any reasons why? Yep, do it. Q. Um, no, W. Yep, if, if, if you will say Q, I will. Do something. What will you do? Well, that's a threat. I, I'm not going to threaten you. I just want the kindness of your heart. No, that wasn't a threat. That was saying if more people say Q, I will like do a little dance or I'll give you a, a, a candy. Well, a dance, nobody can see because this is an audio only podcast. And give me a candy, I'm an no. ocean apart. No, I'll, I'll dance. I'll do a little dance for you. This is for you, Stephen. We're doing this podcast. Me? Together. It's for you and for uh, the people, but for you. For me? Yep. Okay. Hey, Peter, now it's time for the discussion topic. Okay. If you want to. If not, we can just call it sure. here. Oh, goodbye. Okay, bye. No, just Hello? kidding. Um, what this discussion topic is knowledge. How do you accumulate it? What does it mean to you? 
The word is knowledge. I'll take knowledge for 500. <laughs> um, I accumulate it by learning, and it means good things to me. I mean, knowledge is interesting. It's like, I guess, facts or details and more information about things. Um, I probably don't place as huge of an importance on it as some people do, because I know that there's like there's no end to acquiring knowledge, and that can be like I don't know, like a downfall or like you can spend a lot of time. There's no end to how many books you can read, things you can listen to, such and such, um, to acquire knowledge, and um, that could be a detriment if that takes up too much time. Um, but you know, obviously, I think that knowledge is still helpful and important so it is it is good to to learn uh different things um obviously like growing up school is a, a big way to to learn things um and i'm thankful that um throughout school i learned to love learning um so like now i think we've talked about it before um audiobooks or podcasts um that's a way to accumulate knowledge um as well as reading um so far i think this year i've been keeping up with one book a month so Nice. Pretty good about that. Done. Yeah. Um. I mean, also by, I don't by doing. I guess learning isn't the same as knowledge because I learn a lot by doing trial and error and just experience. Um, which is like that gives me some amount of knowledge on something. But that might be different than just like acquiring knowledge. That's like acquiring experience in something, which does help you learn about it. Um, but it might be a little different. What do you think? So how do I accumulate it? Um, yeah, through a lot of different ways, like knowledge. I don't know, knowledge to me is, is kind of interesting because um, knowledge to me is just kind of like what lives in your head. Um, and I think it's kind of fun just to have different stuff in your head. Um, so I have a lot of knowledge by like podcasts, listening to different podcasts. And a lot of that knowledge is just like useless, random knowledge information. Uh, but it's pretty fun sometimes. Um, so that can be kind of cool. Um, also reading, um, yeah, reading, you get a lot of head knowledge, um, like reading kind of like informational style books or like how-to kind of style books. Um, there's a few different ones of those that I'm um, kind of making my way through. Um, it's just cool to have different knowledge because that can help you in different areas of life um, that you're interested in. Um, but three people summed it up kind of in like my feelings about, um, about knowledge. Um, William Shakespeare said, ignorance is the curse of God. Knowledge is the wing wherewith we fly to heaven. Along the same lines, Confucius said, real knowledge, is, real knowledge is to know the extent of one's ignorance. And then you have a guy like Albert Einstein who says, the true side of intelligence is not knowledge, but imagination. So I think kind of like those three together kind of like sum up in my mind what knowledge is. Um, like, yeah, just having knowledge, if you just have knowledge and that's it, that's not going to get you that far. Because, you A, you don't have wisdom, so you don't know how to apply it. But also, if you don't have imagination, then chances are you're not going to be, be able to think of things to do with that knowledge or be very fun. Um, and then knowing that you don't know everything um, and are ignorant in some areas, that can save you in a lot of ways, too. Yeah, that's a good and concise way to put it, um, touching all those other aspects of it and those other parts that play into knowledge like wisdom um and everything knowledge is cool because 
you could learn, I mean, you'll learn something, you know, like random bits of information. Um, and you'll, you don't know like when you'll need that knowledge or use it or when it will be helpful. Um, if ever, or you could be listening to some random thing. It's like, yeah, this is random knowledge. Um, but then it's cool when it comes up, you know, like a week or two or month or, you know, however long later, it's like, oh yeah, that random thing I learned there at that one time, like that helps right now. Um, so it's cool seeing like the, the knowledge that you have, um, coming up in just random times in life where it's like, oh yeah, that's useful. Hmm, I guess I'll keep acquiring knowledge because it's been helpful. Yeah, exactly. And knowledge knowledge to me also like during all the, this stuff that's going on in America and with like this knowledge of history and this knowledge of different opinions and worldviews and, and all that kind of stuff, just having that knowledge and all that stuff, like if you know it, you don't necessarily always do something with it. It's not always applied. Um, but knowing it can help inform um, a lot of your decisions or the way you carry yourself. So I think having knowledge um, about a wide, a wide range of things um, and being intentional about seeking out different knowledge um, can be good because you can be a more informed person. Um, and in general, that can help you uh, kind of carry yourself through life a little bit more graciously or just can help you, yeah, inform more of your decisions in a, in a right way. Yeah, that could be like a more balanced um, mindset or lifestyle to have. Um, where you know a little bit about a lot of things. Um, and I mean, obviously you can know more about some, some specific things, but at least knowing some amount of things of like important things, um, is helpful in a lot of ways. For sure. It definitely is fun having those people who know a lot about one thing. <laughs> they know all the stuff about one thing, like you and fonts. Like I almost sent you a picture today because I was curious. I'm like, I don't know how to tell what font this is because I can't copy and paste into the search because the font won't stay. I can't like pick it up, but okay. Was it a, a a picture that had like just fonts on it or whatever? And so you couldn't, yes. you know, you just had an image with font. Um, there's a website called font squirrel. They have a, a font identifier. It works really great. You can just upload an image and it will like scan it and analyze it and then give some suggestions of what it thinks the font is. Mm -hmm. I've used that. Secrets out. Um, I don't know every font, so sometimes I use that. So should I use that, or should I send it to you first? Uh, me first. Okay. I need to need to see if I know this. What if I just sent you uh, then... to you regardless? And then if you don't know it, then you can search font school for me, and then let me know. Yeah. Yeah, okay. I would do that. I didn't think you were gonna look that website up. Well, no, I might. If you were just like, no, don't send it to me. Well, then I would. But oh, okay. that's what I got you for. Okay. Exactly. The font guy. Alrighty, Peter. Do you have anything else for this podcast? It seems like it's gone by really quickly. Oh yeah, it's only been like 32 and a half minutes. 32, 35, 32, 36. Um, what did you learn this week? I learned, um, so this is a bit of knowledge that might pertain to some people, but not a lot. Um, so our church uses ProPresenter, um, which is like a, a presentation slide program um, for churches and other things like that, um, where you can, it has your what's going to be on your projection, like in front of the house, like lyrics and stuff like that. Anyway, so they updated it and now you can do live streaming through it. So I'm exploring that. It almost does what I need it to do, except it doesn't have a good audio interface. So that's still a bummer. But I learned how to be able to have a live video come in with lower thirds and send that to a different screen. And then I have the main projection screen be centered words with a different background, as well as a lower thirds text only output to obs so that is what i actually learned this week 
I didn't have a better thing because that's what I spent most of my week trying to figure out. And now I figured it out, so now I know that. So that's what I've learned. Nice. That's that's awesome. <laughs> it's very random. <laughs> Doesn't pertain to much people. But if you want to know how to do live streaming more, um, Pro Presenter. I know some. Steven, Steven's your guy now. Uh, sort of. Kind of. YouTube is. <laughs> yeah, they updated it so it's not like that much resources on YouTube. Like they're starting to be more thankful. Yeah. But still not a whole ton. So it's kind of like figuring it out. But anyway, what did you learn this week? I learned that apricots and cheese do not mix very well. Apricots and cheese. Yep. Dried I tried apricots? It, so pe- people don't have to try it. Yep. Dried apricots and cheese. I wouldn't, I wouldn't recommend it. You should try dried apricots. Apricots? Apricots. <laughs> dried apricots, cheese. And then I think you should pair that with a stronger, drier wine. That would be my suggestion. And then get Why? back to me. Because the... Like all at once in my mouth? Well, you know how you do. You take a little bite, a sip, a little bite, you know? Because if you do that... No, I meant like apricots and cheese together. They don't mix well. Let us not do that. I, I did it after I accidentally did something similar. I ate apricots, <laughs> chewed and swallowed, and then I ate cheese. Because I like cheese. like shredded cheese, I'll just eat it plain. And then like the aftertaste of apricots was still in my mouth and the cheese, and that didn't mix well. So I'm like... Okay, I have to try it like after together now, and it was the same thing. Like, so it's the even if you ate them separate, it's still like the aftertaste of apricots mixed with cheese flavor is just nasty. Was it shredded cheese? Yep. You should try it with like a good piece of like cheese. Yeah. Shredded cheese is good, but it's not like it's not like cheese. it's not junk cheese. Well, it's not cheese whiz. Um, but it's not like a good. I'm pretty sure there's a pairing where you could get it where it's good. That's all I'm saying. Okay, maybe. I'm not a, uh, a connoisseur or snob <laughs> of edible things like you might be. In it's not office. a snob. You need to pair it with a dry wine, it's if not, I do say so myself. It's not a snob. It's just there is options out there where stuff can go better to be, and you can get the most best um, performance out of your food that you want, you know? Like, you like nice things and having things like be just so, and you like good, clean design, stuff like that. So that can carry over into food, too. Like, I don't like eating necessarily. But if there's food that's going to pair better with each other, then yeah, I definitely want to eat that versus not, you know? Yeah, that's why I called you connoisseur. That's a good thing. You I told just, me a snob. I not, guess I got I'm the best of the snob. <laughs> I say connoisseur and snob. Like, in some ways, it's a snob. It's, sometimes it, like, airs into the snobby side no, of things. No, the snob maybe. would be like, oh, I would not eat that. Or, like, coffee. Like, you're like, there is there is a, a right or better way to make and do coffee. And, like, you won't well, that probably won't drink it if it's, if it's done the wrong way. So that's kind of kind of snobby well maybe yes and no like if there's no caffeine or caffeine then in my non-preferred way i'd still have the caffeine most likely Depends well that's i mean that's that's i mean okay. but but if there's options uh, well not sure i'm gonna take the, the better way but yeah i mean most of the time with food my thought is that food is for fuel and obviously not eating junk like super cheap food that's like junk still eating good food but like I'm fine, like with cheaper stuff, and I just eat it because it fuels me. Me it's too, like but that's a the concept. To eat food, dude. That's the concept that drives me crazy. Just like eating food just because we need to. Like, ah, that kills me. That's why I don't like it. I mean, I still have ice cream because it's good and I like it. Definitely so I don't. I'm not only that way. So, but I think I've been I've been getting into and, and enjoy the more better food or, yeah, the experience that food can be. But like mm-hmm. people, like a lot of people, just like like eating and like eating whatever. I'm like, no, like, 
the meal ha I'll, I'll have to be more involved with the meal and somehow like preparing it or preparing the drink or, or something like that um, that's a more heightened experience i think mm -hmm. that makes sense you want to know what else i learned yes i also learned how to play frisbee golf with my friend matthew frisbee golf have you never played frisbee golf before nope nice have you? would you learn i just told you i learned how to play frisbee golf i said where did you learn oh where i thought you said what <laughs> Dude, the same question um, at, a at a frisbee golf course Ooh, cool. the bear creek golf course in in medford um there's a nine hole course and so it's like people can golf there and there's holes but then there's also the baskets for frisbee golf mm -hmm. and matthew has all the he's got a backpack with a bunch of different discs the drivers and long range and medium range and then the put putters and stuff um and he's been getting into it because you can play it by yourself i mean obviously like frisbee you can't really play by yourself very well but frisbee golf you can um, so that was fun to, to play with him. Nice, that's awesome. Yes, I have played Frisbee Golf before, and it is really fun. Like, our neighbors that we used to have when we lived out in the country, um, they used to have Frisbee Golf. And I think they had five holes? Something like that? Maybe more? Nice. Um, and the different, you know, the long range and the putters, and there was one guy who knew how to do it um, pretty well, and so he teached us, and I played it pretty decently often. I didn't know you didn't know that they had one. Um, but anyway, it's like a community favorite pastime. No, I mean, I'll play sometimes, but now I kind of want to play frisbee golf, but I don't think there's a way or I don't think there's any place here to play. There's no spot in Hawaii that has frisbee golf. I don't you could, maybe you could start one. Don't quote me on that, but I don't think so. There's got to be golf courses. Oh, there's definitely golf courses. Yeah. But all the golf courses there's are There's got to like... be someone who's done frisbee golf on the golf course, it seems like. Maybe, but they're more like uppity because they're all like resorty. I knew you were going to say uppity. I knew that was the word. Uppity. So well, they are. They're uppity. Uppity. Yep. Uppity. It's the word. Yuppie. Another word. Anyway, which is the coldest letter in the alphabet? The coldest letter in the alphabet? Mm -hmm. Oh, dear. Dear, 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 dear. Dear is not a letter. I don't know. B-U-B-S. Nope. B, because it's in the middle of AC. Ah! Did you know, that's actually probably going to be one of the warmest ones, though, because if you're in the middle of the AC unit, there's a lot of, like, warm components. It didn't say in the middle of the AC unit. It said in the middle of AC? In the middle of AC. Like, if you're standing in the middle of AC, like, AC is all air conditioners, all you... Good, good, good try, but I'm, I'm not buying what you're... What you're selling. You know, you can dissect a joke just as you can a frog, but it tends to die on you. Uh, 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 joke dead. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everybody. Thank you so much for listening. Um, if you have any questions, be sure to email us. You can find the email somewhere, and I'm sure Peter will tell you. Yes, um, in the show notes. Like, if you listen on whatever podcast thing, it has a little description that says what we talk about at the end of that, like... The email address will be there. I thought it was called and the, the link to the do. website. The doobly do, or the doobly don't, the don't doobly do. It's something like that. But you do want to do the doobly do. You don't don't want to do the doobly do. Don't do the doobly don't, but do the doobly do. Yes. Yes, the guys. Uh, and don't forget to subscribe and share if you want to. Um, and then yeah, be sure to email us if you guys have any questions or suggestions for jokes, um, or anything else. Mm -hmm. So just find what hasn't been done and make it done. Alrighty. Thank you, Peter. You're welcome. Thank you, Stephen. Bye. Bye. And now, Stephen's alternate ending. And now that Peter is gone, I can end this however I want to.
He keeps making fun of me because I would stop by recording right after we say bye. And then he says, alternate ending. And I'm like, I've already stopped mine. Now that he's finally stopped his, now I can fill the space with whatever I want to. So I'm just going to continue to make fun of him. So if you want to make fun of Peter with me, you can contact me via the hi at Brother show email thing that Peter told you about. I'm sure you can find that wherever he told you to find that. And other than that, this is, will be the end of this podcast this week.